frontier. Larson, always oh, in. Henrik Larson! That is sensational! Is there going to be a twist in the tail? Lovacrans! Yes, there is! Nakamura! Pedro Mendes! That is just brilliant! Welcome along to Rangers Daft versus Celtic Daft. Now we do this, if you've not heard, been on our Patreon before when the podcast used to live there, we do this after every old film where we combine both Rangers Daft and Celtic Daft and bring them together for a big old fight. There are a couple of men sitting with big smiles on their faces, there's a couple of men looking very sad. So, let's introduce the tag team, shall we? In the red, white and blue corner, Mr. Stephen Shellsuit Bob Purden. And Mr. Graham, Grado Steve Lee, the Staunch Brothers, how are we boys? Brilliant. Brilliant. Right, <laughs> okay. And fighting out of the green and white corner, Ryan, producer Ryan Gallagher, and Christopher Shagger Toll. How are we feeling, boys? I'm just going to call you the boys, because that's your tag team name. How are you boys doing? Well, he's... I think I I, I I might need to run away for this soon, this podcast. Right, okay. Now, Stephen Purden has been like a fucking coiled spring for the last... (laughs) Right, we can't play too much of that because we'll get it done by... uh, Take the YouTube money off us. That's another one they've stole off us. Right. Flip a, I want to flip a coin here and see who we're going to go to first after the old firm as we look back at it. Right, heads or tails, Stephen? Uh, heads. Do I go first on your first, uh, feelings on the mat, on the game or second? No, I think I think it's only fair. Like the past two or three weeks, Toll's been jumping on my smile and a noisy accent and all that. So I'll let him take the floor to begin with because he's been just about there's, there's been a lot of noise for Toll the past few weeks and. So let him go first. Go. Christopher Toll, you have the four. What did you make of Sunday's game? I don't know. I've never seen it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, you know what? The best team lost. That's the that's bottom line. The best team lost. Strong words, Christopher Toll. Ryan Gallagher. <sighs> mate, I don't even know why I'm here. I'd, I honestly don't want to talk about this game. <laughs> Did you really, say like daft, mate? I know, mate, but I would have, I would have patched it this week if it wasn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, see what right, Chris said, though. Like, I don't think anybody in this game was particularly good. I, I don't think anybody played particularly well. We seemed to just kind of get about 25 minutes in and the players went into ourselves. All we done was play with the ball across the back line. You don't score fair there. So I think, was it 65% possession or something like that in the game that we had? So it shows that we were trying to do what we know. Fucking ninety-eight percent of that was in our back four. That's, what I'm, That's what I'm saying. That's what Ryan's saying, Chris. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Can we go back and decelerate that again? No. <laughs> right, let's come to the Rangers, boys. Then, Grade, let's come to you first. We'll keep Stephen Stewart for an hour wee bit. What did you make it, mate? Oh, tremendous! <laughs> I think my hair was in my mouth. I must admit, going into this game. I wouldn't say I wasn't confident, but obviously Sunday morning, waking up and realising and, and checking Twitter and Facebook and all the rest of it, who's not going to be in the team, refreshing every two minutes, finding out the news about Patterson's not going to be there, 
And I've got to admit, I'm sure the majority of other Rangers fans, when they heard that Balogun was playing right back, we all shot ourselves. Yeah. And McCrory, I watched him last year a couple of times. We're playing for Livingston. I saw him play against Celtic and I thought I wasn't I wasn't too confident with him being in goals either. I must admit, I totally that gave me the fear. But looking back on hindsight now, I, I need to remember it takes you back to the days when, when Walter Smith was a manager and he would play folk out of position and it'd be surprise starts. I think the team on Sunday, I think in some peculiar way, the 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 injuries and the COVID stuff was to your benefit as a team. I think the players went out there and they, and they fought for the for their captain, for their goalkeeper, for their manager that wasn't there. And it doesn't matter what possession you've got, whether it's 66, 67, 80, 90%, it's how many times you put the ball in the back of the net, son. <laughs> <laughs> and we done it one more than yous. Stephen, yeah. pardon, clapping his hands there. What would you like to add, sir? <clears throat> Aye, I agree with you. Galvanised us, I think, and I—I'll I, admit I wasn't confident. I hadn't seen much of Celtic. I've been deliberately staying away from watching them because I've heard so much coming for their camp that they're playing really, really well. They're playing this free-flowing brand of football, uh, and I need to admit I was pretty underwhelmed when I seen them in the flesh on Sunday. I felt we won most of the battles. I think when you're Missing your captain, your second choice right back, your first choice goalie who's so inspirational between the sticks, your second choice goalie, your manager isn't there, you've got no defenders on the bench and you go out and you stop a team who's been playing all this great football. It just showed the togetherness, it showed why we're champions. I think the substitutions we made throughout the game were pretty clever as well. Lundstrom added a bit of steel, Arfield stuck to his task when he came on. Balogun playing right back, who's a centre-half playing right back, keeping the man of the moment, Kyogo, very quiet. Uh, I, I think the atmosphere is up there with one of the best I've ever heard at Ibrooks. It's, it was Parma-esque. It was one of the best. Of, and it was like a old-school, old firm where two teams slugged it out. But I think Toll said the best team lost. I strongly disagree, I think when you have to deal with the circumstances, we had to deal with the trip to Armenia in midweek, I think the best team out there, the team that wanted it more, got it and won. Chris Ryan. You said earlier, Stevie, that he's won most of the battles. It must be unusual for you to win battles and not have a match after it. Mate, <laughs> me and my pals are marching like fuck to the motor, wasn't it? That was a plenty of marching. That wasn't you, was you under the fucking human's umbrella, was it? <laughs> Chris, Ryan, Stephen used the way the word there, underwhelmed, when he when talking about the Celtic performance. Um, what did you make of, of the Celtic performance from previously what you've seen over the, the start of the season? I think a lot of the players kind of went into themselves, to be honest with you, John. Um, like, Ryan said after about after about twenty minutes they went into their cell, it was it was as if they were expecting immediate results like going out in the first few minutes and expecting to be a couple of goals up and when it didn't happen, they kinda they kinda I don't know, went like, I can't even get a different phrase for it. Just like they went into their cell, it was they were fucking so many of them posted missing. Well, um, was, what, was Ralston Steven? playing? Was Ralston playing? 
Aye. 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 He's kind of an injury, mate, but he's still come away with three points. Is he in fairness? See, in fairness, actually, from a def- from a defensive point of view, I think both teams set up really, really well in terms of the what they did defensively. I mean, Celtic obviously had the, their own problems putting Jurovic in at, um, uh, left back, which is an unfamiliar position for him. But I thought, for the the you know, from a neutral standpoint, I thought both defenses were on complete complete top. And as you said, Stephen Balogun was outstanding. Kept. Uh, Furashi, uh, very, very quiet. Um, boys, come back to Celtic, boys. I mean, there's been a lot of talk of Ange Ball and stuff um, going into the game. What happened to it? Stephen made the point, John, about um, Celtic have been playing this kind of free-flowing football and Chris has been saying it for a few weeks. That, that's not been a lie. We have been. You know, the, the games that have played, albeit against lesser opposition in the league, um, Dundee and St Mirren, Listen, the performances we put on would probably beat most teams in the league that we played on that, um, those games, other than Rangers. The first game against Alkmaar. No, that football would have beat Rangers, right? I know, that's what I'm saying. The Rangers would be the only one for me that would be a match for the football we played at that time. If it was anybody no, else in the league... wouldn't have been, no. We would have fucked them if we'd played football the way we'd been playing. But the problem so, is then... It's, co- that's why, why, why they've not managed to do it is the issue. Aye, but is that, is that down so, to the so Rangers so, play, so, so do you not get any credit to Rangers there at all, no? Aye, Rangers, Rangers nullified Celtic, so fair enough to that to that point. But I still think over the course of the 90 minutes, Celtic were the more likely team. The fact that Rangers came away with a win, it was, like John said, straight after it, it was a smash and grab. And I think, I think that's accurate to say that. You know, but like you said, Rangers went out there and they done their job. They nullified the team uh, to a... To a point, but over the ninety, Celtic were the better side. I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't, dis, I wouldn't disagree when it comes to possession and stuff. But I think Grado and Stephen, come back to you. Do you think it was tactically Rangers got it spot on? For me, they, they seemed to get it tactically, and I thought their game management was excellent. The, 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 the second, the, the second, see, as soon as we went, see, as soon as we went, I go up. I was very confident because you seen the way the yeah. second half, Davis mm. and Kamara. Were in total control as opposed to the first half. I'd say the first half, Celtic's midfield were getting far too much space. They were dictating it a bit. I think the second half, Kamara and Davis showed their class. I think they just they controlled it. We got the goal. It reminded me a wee bit of the New Year game at Ibrooks last season. Right. Aye. Aye. And I wouldn't the second half, I wouldn't sit, I wouldn't sit and go it was a smash and grab. Because I think the second half, I think Rangers. They were in control quite a bit. I think Celtic. Last ten minutes. Last ten minutes. For Celtic. I, last ten minutes. It was kind of natural. They're pushing for the equaliser. Do you know what I mean? But I think when Furahash went through the middle, these were a bit more dangerous. Mm. But I still think. Mm. I think it was kind of 50-50. I wouldn't come away and go. It was a smash and grab. Celtic bossed us, and we hung on. Maybe hung on at the end. But I think is it over the course of the game? I think we had our chances as well. We got in behind staff. It looks like a bomb scare. If, I, if we if we start getting on far on, on all, all cylinders, you're saying if you've played the football, you would have fucked us. I can turn around and go, if we had a full team, we were playing the football, we are capable of playing, we would fuck you. So it works. Well, I'm just saying fuck you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm trying to be nice, man. Don't be aggressive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right in what you're saying, but it's. I suppose it is a case of. Some and right, the, mate, mate, mate. The hang is, here's a here's a point I'm going to make. Right, the hang is, right. 
You have played this football you keep going on about the last couple of weeks, right? Against a team who got promoted through the back door effectively, right? Dundee against a St. Mirren team who had 10 men for mm. 70 minutes, right? And both of these games were, at, were in your own fucking stadium. Your team then goes to play the team that are the champions in a fucking cauldron of noise. And let's be honest, he's fucking shot the bed. I mean, you've left out a couple of other games here, you know, within a few Aye, he's played Hearts as well, who got promoted. No, I'm talking about Alkmaar. Aye. Mate, your team's got a 100% Fucking loss record away from home under Ange competitively. He's got a 100% win record, but he's got a 50% record. Am I right in saying a start that Celtic haven't won away from home since February last year? No, Uh, we beat that. We beat uh, the the Czech team away from home. I've seen that, John. I've seen that start that people were were kind of banding about. And see, to be fair, I don't even think it's a decent enough comparison to go away. He's only won since February last year because let's be honest, we all know what happened last year. Yeah. We were absolutely dross. So did we not win a game an away game for February last season? No, not away. I think it's away in the league. Yeah. I think it's it in the league, Chris. It's in the league. Aye. A, a, a league game away from home. We haven't won since since February. Um that, that doesn't surprise me though. It doesn't that, surprise I mean, me. Like, that that surprised me a wee bit when you said that. <laughs> we were the, way, the way that the narrative and the media has been it's been a total fucking disastrous start for Rangers, right? Yeah, Celtic have won 50% of their games. <coughs> User six. But Stephen, is that not down to going by the fact that Rangers last season were unbelievable and Celtic have got this massive build on in the summer? Yet when we come back, obviously they're going to talk about Rangers' performance because it's dipped much below than they were last mm-hmm. year. We, we performed so far this season far better than I expected us to perform. I thought we were going to have a massive rebuild job, but I thought we were going to be struggling for second in this league, in all honesty. Well, mate, well, mate, he's a sixth. No, I know, but mate, there's a full season. Can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? I think it's a psychological thing as well. Uh, personally, in terms of, I know to, to you were saying you thought that Celtic were the better team. I thought it was a game of two halves. I thought Good the that. first half, Celtic at half time, you would say would, would have been a happier team with the two. Second half, Rangers were much more controlled. However, I, I feel as well, and I know you you were going on about Ryan Kent doing fuck all on Sunday, he, he didn't really do much, you're right, and he is carrying an injury, but I think Kent puts the fear into Celtic as well, and I think there is a fear for some of the Celtic players, the fear of the Rangers players, there was just a couple of wee bits, a couple of wee bits of happening, Goldson just getting right in some of their faces and get up, get fucking up, no, they carry on, and I'm thinking it could be a psychological thing as well, we've, we won that, we won the psychological game on the park. Aye, and I, I, I think, like, I was saying I mean, it's like I was saying it last week as well to noise you up because I wasn't confident getting out of this game, right? But you look at it, man, it's like what I just said a minute ago, and what Dado saying, like two goalies out, Tav out, the manager no there, Kent carrying an injury, no defenders on the bench. He's having to beat it since 2019. He's come to Ibrox were depleted. Got a lot of big players missing. We've just been a fucking horrible trip to Armenia. We're in honking form. And you still can't beat us. Steve, see when you're saying about a kind of depleted team there. Like I know there was a lot made about players that were out and stuff like that. But see taking away the goalie and obviously Balligan having to go in it right back. Mm-hmm. 
it was it was still quite a strong range. Right, mate, mate, we 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 need defenders on the bench, but we're doing our bare ass. We've need no, defenders no, 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 on I, the bench. I, I get I'm talking about the team as a whole, not just a pitch. I mean, you, you you do look at the bench, though, Stephen, and you have to say when you. I mean, that's what we've talked about on Ranger staff is the strength and depth of Ranger squad now because you've got right, right, the Arfield, right. But can but can any of the two Celtic boys not turn in and go? That must have hurt. That was a big chance for you, yeah. The form we've been in and the players that are missing. Is oh, we not? were on the ropes. Aye. Well, they're fully taken. So, so there, what Cradle's saying, is it just psychological that you just don't know how to beat us anymore? You need to take it. We, we've had, we had a few injuries as well. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, in fairness to Chris as well, you look at the, the Celtic bench and you look down who they've got in, available. Montgomery, Argehide. I love how every time I've asked this man, John, John pipes in. Fairness to Chris, fairness to Ryan, man. You're getting oh, called at Tim on. You're, <laughs> you've, been get, you've been getting called at Tim on Twitter and you're showing it tonight, man. <laughs> Don't you start. Listen, I am a neutral, I am balanced. Let's just talk about well, the Let game. the boys talk. Is it psychological? You don't know how to beat us anymore. I, I would, I'm, I would say so. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, mate. I've got absolutely no worries about this season. <laughs> I, I think over the course of the season, we'll, we'll show you have been a better team and we'll right, win the league. Right, so you, right, right, right. So, fuck it. Right, wait a minute. You always do that. You always do that. Wait a minute. For the last two weeks, I think it's on video. Past two or three weeks, I'm expecting nothing this season. No, 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 no. I says I don't want any games with any expectations. Right, but no, you've got no fear. He's a bonny. I don't get myself built up, and if we lose, then be pure gutted about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm cool. going in with the, the mindset. I can't change what's going to happen here. I'm just going to support the team and enjoy watching them. And you're that's what. Cool. Are you raging? I'm raging that we get beat. I. Ah, right, good. I just want to. Right, uh, Chris Ryan, uh, Celtic outdone by a set piece again. I mean, it just doesn't seem that they've learnt from last season. I mean, it, it just seems to be the Achilles heel for Celtic. What, what, I mean, it was brilliant delivery from Barisic. I mean, see, that, that, see, that, that, see, that was a great header. That was a great, that was a great goal. That wasn't a, I've seen people going, oh, this Celtic player was at a position, this guy was at a position. Hellander just got up higher than anybody else, mate. Like that's that's a tough one that happens in football. These are goals you concede in, in a game of football. I think Hartson made a good point, mate. Come on, he's got a fucking he's got a fucking ten year run, and maybe's picked them up. No, and then, you know what? Then Starfields had Starfields had to leave his own man mm-hmm. to try and get between, uh, get between uh, Hellander and was it? I think it was Balogun or, or Goldson maybe Goldson. to try and clear the ball, and he. Everybody's saying that that goal was his fault. It was not fucking Starfield's fault at all, man. Chris, you were rattling stats off last week on, on the main show on Football Daft. Uh, hundreds of shots, you know, they'd had, like, across the, the last couple of games. I can't remember. 70 what shots. 70 shots. 70-odd oh, shots. I mean, how surprised were you boys that you didn't even get a shot out until the 80th minute on target? Well, see when fucking Odson Edwards get his shoes in the wrong fucking feet, that doesn't help matters, does it? What the fuck? Here's a question. What is going through that boy's head? I mean, is it that... He, he's too lax. He's too lax with it. I thought it was... Like, because I think Christy was screaming at him. It was about... Just a wee bit before the goal, Christy's screaming at him for no squaring the ball, right? And I think it's just went through his head that, oh, I need to square the ball here, even though... No, 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 
No, John, you're thinking of the wrong one. That's that's Kyogo's one you're talking of right, later on. Right. No, we're talking about Edward's one when it comes off his heel. In the Wait, first half, tw- I have no idea what the fuck he's trying to do, man. It, it's the problem with Edward. He thought it was too easy. Are you, I take it. I take it. He's one to be sick because obviously, you know, Tall always has a go at me for watching Celtic TV and that. But for the <laughs> hash, he's played every other game. Well, the majority of games through the middle. Mate, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll and, be honest with you. And Edward doesn't look interested. All right, mate. I'll be honest. Interested. I, I didn't have a problem before the game. When I seen that formation coming out with Eddie up top and Keel go out left, I didn't have a problem with it at the start um, because we did play that a couple of games ago and it worked out quite well. Kyogo was quite good doing, doing that side. But it was very apparent by maybe kind of 50 minutes or something like that in the second half that that wasn't working and it had to be changed sooner than it did. Um, and you noticed it when, when it did change, when Kyogo went through the middle, He's got this knack of just, he's dead quick. For a, for a stand and start, he's very, very quick. He's in behind defenders. He's looking for balls around the back. Eddie was gain us that. And I think that's what Kyogo does quite well. You've seen it, John said there about the first one when he's no squared it. I wouldn't have squared it, Christy. You know, a striker takes that shot because you're in a decent position. And it was an all right shot that he took. The second one, John, you were talking about, I agree with you on that. He did think, because Christy had been screaming at him, that he had to square it. Rather yeah. than take a shot, it, it was almost like he get the two of mixed in, you know, pass one, shoot to the other. But um, it's I would have liked to have seen how the game would have went if that Edward goal had went in after twenty five minutes. Because oh man, you been... you must be ill. Ah, mate, you must right. be ill. You I'm watch right. that game and you's, you know the, the you you know the, the best team and all that early game. And if Edward hit the ball and it went in the back and it a different game, you must be sick. Let's come back to you. Let's talk about the performance of Robbie McCrory. Brilliant performance from him. Um, kept I love, I love the fact he had that safety net for Kyogo. That'll, I mean, he didn't really have much to do in the game, but that'll do him the world of good. That'll do him I, the world of good. I think for a young boy, the night before, knowing he's starting an old firm game, the way Celtic have been playing and being portrayed in the media, he must have thought he was going to be busier, but. It was a it was a good save. I'm glad he had that save to make. I'm being serious. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, no, seriously, I, I know what you mean as, as well, Bob. It was that sort of. I don't. I don't I, think he was that busy. No, he, he wasn't busy. But you're right. And when when he did save that shot for Hugo, I thought that's exactly what he exactly was what exactly I wanted. Exactly. And then I became a lot more confident because I thought well, he'll be in a high with us, man. Because he was probably waiting on that shot as a goalkeeper. You're standing there waiting for the the first real big. Aye. Aye. And the longer the game goes make. on. Aye, exactly. Longer the longer the game goes on. Also interesting to see some of his McGregorisms. Uh, what what you've got to be impressed, I think, is speed that he comes off his line and you know. Aye, well, aye, that was He's rapid, but McGregor would have been sitting with a cigar, proud, proud. as a punch his apprentice because he got Edward booked. That was brilliant. <laughs> that was right out of his playbook, wasn't it? Aye, I should be my mates were sitting saying that was right out there in McGregor book, man. It was. Yeah. That's too. That, that, that's. that's um, there's a no, there's a no start about the McCrory brothers of Bafe kept clean sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and goals for Rangers. Ross with angles and Chagger at centre half member. I mean, I, I know a big performance from you for you boys as well, and you, it was one you were all, oh, I think, all Rangers supporters, and you saw Rangers put a tweet out, them, the club of them put out selves Balgan going in at right back, and uh, people shining himself. I mean, he has played there obviously in his career before, but how impressed with with his performance were you? 
Aye, the last time he played there for us, he got subbed at half time down at Parkhead. So That's right. me and the boys were sitting going, oh, fuck, because I was genuinely like everybody else expecting Nathan Patterson to start. So I sat, me and my mate sitting in the motor before the team sheet comes out. Already was quite apprehensive. I wasn't confident the way we've been playing and Celtic have been playing well. And then you see bargain right back. You're obviously fearing the worst because the pace Celtic have got up top. But no, the guy went out there and they absolutely bossed it and deserved the man of the match. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the gap then because we've, this has been the first old firm. And we asked these both is both supporters, Grado, uh, Steve, I'll come to you first. Do you think the gap has been caused from last season or is it the same? Uh, yeah. more? Is it more? What do you mean in terms of... In terms of the, the Celtic team that you saw, that you are you more worried about that Celtic team that you saw Celtic, at the weekend? Celtic, Celtic looked better. They looked, they, looked, they looked more capable going forward at times. They looked more a purpose about them. Uh, they were obviously going to get better. I mean, there was lots I of players think. that didn't want to be there. Celtic kind of got to just stand still and no strength and no get better. Uh, as in the gap... I don't know, man, because we didn't, we, we didn't have our fucking... We just had to roll our sleeves up and battle, rather. We didn't have our fucking full team out, so it's hard to tell, you know what I mean? I don't know, I, it's too early in the season. I can tell... See, Celtic have obviously got better for last season, and I, and I do think Postacoglu... I mean, he's... I, I certainly think the Celtic players play for him. See, just watching that wee video package about him before the game, you can tell what, what kind of guy he is. I took a look for that, like... I can see these players are right up for playing for him. There's no doubt that they have improved for last year, but again, I just think it's maybe just a, a psychological thing right now that Rangers are number one in terms of coming to all firm games. See, see that for for a hash, especially right. See what Ryan said man. I see what Ryan said. I agree with that. See, we have him through the middle. Celtic will probably batter quite a lot of teams. The majority the of them. Aye, they will. They will. Uh, all firm games this season, I think, are going to be very, very important, man. Very important. <laughs> So you think it's going to be tight? It's not going to be a walk for Rangers this it's season? It's not going to be 25 points. It's not. It's going to be a lot tighter, I'd mate, say. Right? Mate, we're, we're sixth. I know you are. <laughs> Ryan, Chris. Is that, are you, are you finally having some fucking input? Told us you sit last. <laughs> Ryan. What are you into? What are you into? I was eating a cookie, mate. Oh, fucking. Sitting and eating and watching the telly, man. Eating his missus' profits, man. Ryan, Chris, let's come Robert's to let's, let's come to you then. And uh, what did you make of the, the? Do you think the gap is the same? Do you think it's? Do you think you're closer to Rangers now than you were? What do you think? I I think it, the advancements that we've made in such a short period of time is incredible. Right. Yeah, going going through what we've done last season, um, it's. Like I say, obviously I've maybe reacted a wee bit there, but like I say, I think over the period of the season, you'll be able to see just exactly what he's trying to do now. The fact that the, the window's nearly closed now and we've not got an extra defender or a left back in is worrying to me, to be honest with you. Um, we can't wait until October for uh, Julian to come back and... Starfield maybe hasn't started the best, but I like what I see so far in Stephen Welsh. I think he's a I think he's a good defender, and I don't know if, if he's going to have faith in in youth. Then 
you know, Starfield keeps going the way he's going, then he's maybe going to need to bring um Dan Murray in for but just as long as he doesn't bring Beaton in, man, I I don't give up. But I think over the over the piece it's gonna over the length of the season you'll find out exactly how good that is. And like I said, if if Angie's still there at the end of the season, getting ready for the start of next season, I think you can consider it a successful season because the fans only have chased them out. Okay. Uh, Ryan, um, what, what are you making of it? Uh, do you, what improvements need to happen in Celtic? Does he need more time? Is that all that's needed? I, I think Andrew get the time. I don't think that he's he's done much wrong since he's come in. Um, like I've said a couple of times on this podcast tonight, he or we are far better than I thought would be at this stage. Um, I thought we were going to have a massive rebuild on. I thought we'd be competing for second place at this this season, I thought would be so far off it behind Rangers because of the players that we were having leaving. Um, the, the, just the overall rebuild of the club, we change our management above Ange as well. Um, but look at the team, you know, that game at the weekend, uh, if that's what we're going by as a gauge, I think there's there's one change to that starting lineup, and it's Kyogo through the middle and no Edward who doesn't want to be there. If you've got Christie out in the left going up against Balogun, it might be a different story. Kyogo's not going to take a man on. So I think small changes like that, for me, show that I'd be more confident with that being the team. So if we played this game tomorrow, for example, and that's the one change he made, we brought somebody else into midfield, I think it'd be a completely different game. Well, for Ryan Christie signed for Bournemouth, so if we played it tomorrow, we'd be fucked for him and I'm in the left. Well, <laughs> this, this fucking team you on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the gaps is as big as I thought it was going to be. And right. I don't think we've got as far to go. Um, I do think there's players that we need to get in, which, like I said, we're now, what, two hours away from the window closing, three hours. Yeah. And we're not looking like getting them in. I think it's going to be a bit more of a challenge than, than it should have been. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay, are you confident that Chris, you're going to win the league? If you ask me on Saturday, I would say that. Right. You know, I'm, I'm less confident now. I think we've. I think if it clicks eventually this season, then the Mogey Rangers is a good game at New Year. I think if it, if it clicks again and we play that football that we, we can play and we have played for the past few weeks, even against teams like Alkmaar, you know, if we can play that football, we'll give Rangers a game. But it's just if we've got the players now with a couple that went out and the replacements coming in, if they hit the ground running, fine. If not, then it could be a bit more of a struggle. Yeah. Um, Stephen Grado, uh, just in the fact obvious, well, I have a quick word on the crowd. I mean, Stephen, you said it was the best atmosphere. Did it miss that Celtic element no, no being there, Stephen, do you think? I thought it was maybe gone, because I'm a fan of both, uh, both fans having, uh, both teams having their fans there. But honest to God, man, that atmosphere on Sunday was... It was special, man. It was special. The place was absolutely bouncing. Brilliant. Yeah. And there was no... The, I mean, obviously, you, we've talked about on Rangers daft. You know, the, the Rangers supporters can sometimes, you know, use, were actually last season quite happy with the fact there was no crowds in because you felt the pressure was off the players. There was no points where the, the, the crowd was swayed to turn or you didn't feel that, no? I, what, what, what Grado said earlier, I think the whole thing that's happened yeah, the past week with the whole COVID situation as well, I think the team, it galvanised the team, but I think the fans 
galvanise the team on Sunday right. as well. Because I think there was the fans were just right for the fucking first whistle. Before the first whistle, the place was bouncing, man. It was bouncing. And we also kind of, just not to cut you off, Bob, but obviously the kind of talk that even I said last year, the fans, Rangers not being able to perform in front of a crowd, that kind of was... Oh, that's bad. That's been nipped in the bud. Yeah, that's gone, man. That's gone. Aye. That's yeah. absolutely gone. Um, right, okay, let's get to it then. Uh, come to Celtic first, uh, Chris and Ryan. Uh, let's get your Celtic daft uh, rated first of all. Who was the best player in the park for Celtic? Uh, fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between two. For a, I thought I thought Ralston had a decent game. Again, it wasn't the best game he's played this season, but I thought he played all right. But I also thought getting chucked in on his debut, Juranovic at left back, I thought he'd done pretty well. Then that side, it's quite a tough one to get chucked in out of position. Um, but I thought he'd done all right as well. So I'm, I'm kind of torn between the two. Okay. Chris? I think I'll go for Juranovic. Right. Just for all the same reasons that Ryan said, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a daunting task to go into a cauldron like that on your debut playing out of position. So I, Aye. Um, I'll go for him. Okay, and Celtic Dafty. Edward. Edward. Double for Edward. Well, we'll get into the transfers in a minute. I mean, it won't be a Dafty anymore for East. Um, Stephen Grado, uh, Celtic Rangers Daft rated for you. Allegan. Allegan, easy one for you to do. Apparently, this is what happens when uh, you don't get the press into the, the media bit anymore. Apparently, everybody stood up and gave him a standing ovation when he came into the press room. <laughs> Imagine fucking Graham Spears and Hugh Keevans doing that. <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, and uh, who is... There any Rangers darties for you? Oh, uh, nah. Hard one. Nah, they all. I think on Sunday they were all... I would say if you're taking maybe into account Thursday as well, mm. the game was rotten. I'd maybe say uh, Haji, Haji maybe. But yeah, yeah we, did, we didn't get the chance to touch on the, the European games because um, uh, mm. Rangers staff would, would normally deal with that. Aye. But just quickly, Stephen, just shite, was it I? Oh, fucking horrendous. I'd rather just stay in the studio with you and Paul on Thursday. <laughs> I thought about him for that. It was fucking rotten. The game 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 of fucking rotten. What's that? You were having a rare tear before you left for the game. I know. The fucking <laughs> low point of day was getting home watching the fucking game. I'd have as well taking you up the road and fanning about for a couple of hours. It was shocking. <laughs> um, we're recording on a Tuesday. Um, let's just uh, go over quickly. As transfer deadline is only three hours away. Um, Rangers first and foremost. Doesn't look like much business being done uh, from a Rangers perspective. Cedric Itan out and Loney. You surprised at that, boys? I'm surprised no. at that. I'm no. surprised at that, Bobby. No. No, oh. he doesn't need that look in, man. No, no. I don't know, mate. I, 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 I'm not saying it's a bit dodgy, but he's not. No, right. it's dodgy because there's no cover there. You're going to have to rely heavily on Roof and hopefully his backup. Like, Roof's, Roof and Morelos are your two you've got left. The foe's going to get used sparingly. So if we don't bring anybody in, it's a bit dodgy. But yeah. if you're asking, am I surprised he's away? No. Really? There must be. Do you think they've, they've got? I mean, we were three hours away. Do you think they've got someone up their sleeve, Stephen, to bring in? Because they wouldn't let them go if they don't have someone. Maybe I think they have. I think. Look, every transfer a football manager makes a gamble. Gerard made a lot of transfers the last few years. Some of them work, some of them don't. Etten's not working. It's not working. It's right. not. He's just. I, 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 I wouldn't go as far as that, but I don't I, know. Do, do you know he's, only, he's, he's, been been 
He's not had a run though, has he, in the side really? Mate, there's just... been games where we play Cove Rangers, Ibrooks in the cup, and the foes in ahead of him. He doesn't even get a look in in these games. And do you know what I was looking at his stats today? Do you know he's I think he's got like four goals and forty eight appearances or something. Really? He's just he's not for me. I just my personal opinion is it's just not working. Maybe I'm maybe I'm still thinking about the the Motherwell game last year. Aye, when he came off the bench. Two Motherwell games actually was there no two Two Motherwell games. Aye, Motherwell game at Far Park. I think I've still got that in the back of my head, thinking. But you're right. He was get he was give he was given ample. Do you think there'll be business done then, Stephen? Do you think there'll be business done for I think I've got a feeling there is something to happen at Ibrox tonight, Aggie. Yeah, because the thing is, I think no one gets out. I think it happened in the last time, last transfer, we had, there was a couple of signings and it was just, you know, kind of last minute, 10 minutes to go, yeah. they were going to announce something. Mm-hmm. If my memory serves me correct. Well, that's big, you, so got, you don't get a full deal until the next morning. Aye, is it no 6 o'clock tomorrow morning or something like that? Why is it called a transfer window and not a transfer door? I saw this question on Twitter today. I don't understand why it's not called a transfer door. Because you can see in for both ends. That's maybe true. That's why you're the man. That's it. Uh, let's go to the Celtic. Let's go to the Celtic boys now. Uh, bit of dealing's been done here. First of all, let's go to the outgoings. Um, Lee Griffiths away to Dundee. Are you happy to see the back him? Yes. Yes, Ryan's just shrugging his shoulders like mm. irrelevant, mate. Irrelevant. Okay. Um, the other two uh, still to be completed, but it looks likely apparently he's cleared his medical at Crystal Palace. Odson Edward where at Crystal Palace. Are you surprised he's not went to a bigger club? Ah, not really. No, after the last year. No. You see, if we'd have sold him last year, he would have went to a bigger club. But that that season there, see if the Crystal Palace managers got a. a if the if the scouts have been doing their work, they've been watching videos for two years ago. Because there's no way any team wants to sign him on the strength of the last the last twelve months, even though he was still a top goal scorer. They must have just been watching his fucking YouTube highlights because his attitude's been abysmal. And 15, fifteen million reportedly is a good bit of money though, isn't it? I'm glad to see the back here. Fifteen million, which means that we get like two and two and a half on top of the nine and two and a half up. Three on top of the nine and two goes to PSG. Yeah. So essentially, it's only a it's only a three million profit on him. But when you see the return that he's gave us within the first three years, you know it's a he's more than paid his back. So yeah. I don't grudge him the, the move. I just I'm not surprised that he's not went to a bigger club. The other one going out, obviously Ryan Christie. Chris, coming to you first because you were his biggest critic last season. <laughs> the point you told, just almost a bit told his dad about it. Charlie Christie, dreams of going to Monaco to watch his son have been broken. If you listen to that <laughs> back in, in the football daft archive, uh, he's now going to be heading to Bournemouth. <laughs> I bet you know what they say: Bournemouth is the Monaco of England. <laughs> is that what they say? Is it? I don't so know. He, but he was should. talking in code all along. Exactly, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do, you not, do you not notice? Listen, see, when, when it happened, if you think back, he kept on talking about Eddie Howe and how he's such a big. Uh, a big <laughs> remember, he was, remember he was talking about Eddie Howe and he was going about how uh, Bournemouth had wanted him before and they really wanted to go to Bournemouth and all that. See, if you put that <laughs> in your head now, you're like, ah, you fucking foreshadowed the whole thing. I, I mean, again, is it, is it, again, is it a surprising move that he's went to a championship club as opposed to a premiership club? Aye, it really is. 
Because, I mean, you started to see, you, you boys have said he started the season flying, so. I started the season flying, but then in the important games, he's went missing again, so. Here, here's a question. You've panned him for about a year or two. If mm-hmm. he's that shite, why are you surprised he's only went to a championship team? Because, again, it's as if like, he walks into the Scotland team, people seem to think he's this fucking superstar, so they're better, they're better equipped to know than I am. But I'm watching him in games and he's not doing anything. You know what I mean? It, it could have been down to the poor coaching, but like I said, um, at the start of this season, even pre-season, he? right up until the second Altmar game and the Rangers game, he was a, probably our, our best player, I would say, Ryan. Aye, Ryan, you were saying he was phenomenal start of the season, weren't you? He has been, to be fair, every game that I've that I've watched him, minus obviously the one at the weekend there, like in the, the Altmar game, he's been tremendous. Like everything went through him. He was a, a massive threat on either wing. He was a massive threat coming from midfield. Um, like we, we said last year, he was he was so disappointing last year, but it, I don't think it was down to him being a, a shite player. I think everybody knew fine well what he had in his locker. He just didn't show it. Same as Edward last season, didn't show it. Whereas this season, better change at Lennox Town. New managers come in, better confidence in him. He's been playing really well. So... I think even last season, I think players like Christian Edward, although their attitude was shite last year, they should be going to far bigger teams than the one they've went to. The teams are going to now just scream total mediocrity. Christie going to the, the championship, that's horrendous. Ryan Christie should be going to a team in the Premier League easily. Um Edward going to Crystal Palace. Edward could have went to a bigger team than Crystal Palace. Like the, what's what's he going to get going there? Fair enough, you get money, right? And I, I'm one of these guys, as much as you get paid a lot of money for going to a team like Crystal Palace, you could triple your wages, whatever. For me, playing nights in Europe, you know, playing Europa League, Champions League, up and up with Celtic, whenever we get in the Champions League next season, or going to play Crystal Palace, like it, it's a stepping stone for a bigger club down there. Aye, but it also might not work out. And I'm just. We need to take into account as well, Ryan. I see that the Champions League games and the Europa League games, that's at the most six to eight games a season. Right? He's put me selling the shop one day every single week down there playing for Crystal mm. Palace. You know what I mean? So and, and it's worldwide so it, maybe know. so see before mate that might just be that might just be me. That's just my my thought. I mean, I mean he's, put, he's had his European every these players want to play in the Premier League, didn't they? Aye. That's the main hang in it. I know it's I know it's Palace, but it's you know it's mm. it's the lure of playing the Premier League, isn't it? That's and what is also a huge attraction is London. You need to remember that as it's well. A shout. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Crystal Palace are I'm watching watch the transfer deadline, man. Like teams like Brighton are paying fucking fourteen million or that for right backs. You can't yeah. even what's the crack? What's the crack we we um I try to find about the boy that played with us last season, he's signed for he's signed for Celtic. Aye, Kieran. Aye. Kieran Dixon. Aye. This happened just today. I've I've not seen anything about that. It was just a, a thing I saw. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a thing, mate. It was a, I'd only seen a photo. I'm holding the Celtic top, but apparently he was hanging. He was highly rated, and he, he kind of went after rails, and Rangers got rid of him. So. Let's talk about let's talk about the other ends coming into Celtic. Then definitely confirm Philip Jota coming in. Have you been on YouTube to check him out yet, boys? I've just got... Of course, his... course have. Of course you have. Wikipedia says that he uh, will finish the top scorer in the 2018 UEFA European Championship with the under-19s. He was the top scorer with five goals. 18 uh, under-21 caps, five goals. 
Um, looks, I mean, on his Wikipedia, looks like a great player. I've watched two videos on him, John, right? Right. And one makes him look so lightweight that he's never going to do anything in Scotland. And the other one makes him look like, you see one of the cunts that comes on at halftime and does the keepy-ups? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's a pure box of tricks in one of these videos, so it's like, right. okay. I probably, probably want to meet somewhere in the middle. Right, so, okay. So he's he's a good-looking wee boy and all. There you go. I just saw a picture of him. He's a good-looking lad. He's a good-looking lad. Oh and God. on to Lee Griffiths. He's a way to Dundee. He's trying to cancel that one deal. Right. <laughs> and the other one that you brought in um, is the, the Greek striker. Uh, I'm here to go. Go on, John. Go on. There. George, yes. Gia Kumaki. Kumaki? Gia Kumaki? Gia Kumaki. I believe it's pronounced Yorios. Yorios Gia Kumaki. Yakumaki. I don't know what his name mate, is. John, do you know what? I can do one better than that, mate. I remember I called uh, Jura Gardens when we played them in Europe, the Jurgadens. <laughs> and I get a piss rib right at me. <laughs> Giacomakis, Giacomakis, that's how I'm going for it. I've got a Greek cousin, I'm going to go and ask him to pronounce it. Giacomakis, uh, YouTube saying good things about him, boys? Again, again. <laughs> again? I, I, said, I sent Ryan a video, right? He looks like Marco Van Basten. But then I watched another video and he looks like fucking Tony Cascarino. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it. looking at his Wikipedia stats again. Is he score him, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he but... 26 goals, fucking uh, hell. But how many were penalties, Chris? Was it 15 or penalties? I think, I think it was eight were penalties. But Is it? still, still um, to, get that, to get that return for a team that get relegated, a five-year fucking deal's been handed to him. Five years. See if he's that good. Why is there no Dutch teams coming in for him? Because he's been the top goal scorer on the Eredivisie. Right. It's a very and good question, Chris. It's a very good question. Um, fucking, I, I don't know about this man. I'm going to be honest. I don't know about this man. If he, if he turns out to be the next coming up here, Van Hoydonk, then fucking magic. But I don't know. Has the inevitable quote from uh, someone speaking to Samaras? Has that happened yet? Because I've missed that. If that, cause that's what always happens. They go to Rex. No, because he was why, fucking why straight enough. Well, that's a good point. But he was meant to be on his way out, Chris. I'd heard today that Barkas was on his way. Who else was on his way? It was a really surprising name that was on the short list of someone going out today as well. Bongoy wasn't surprising, but Barkas and who else was meant to be going on their way today? There was Talkie Turnbull going, but I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's probably probably be a Yeti and we'll be left with fucking. A Yeti was the other one. The Yeti was the other one. That's the one that surprised me. Um. So both sides of you, uh, Stephen Gradle, would you like to see? I, I guess an R striker. Maybe an R striker coming in. Uh, but after the failure, I get no going out of Champions League. If we manage to keep a hold of the team that's there. I'd be quite happy. You'd be quite happy to keep keep Aye. the team. Does it, surprisingly, I mean, everyone. We all thought that there would be Barisic. going out. Barisic going out. Uh, Roma was. Looked like it that. when you seen the images that Sky had at the end of the game. Because I came out. I well, maybe maybe it was green because he knew he had to stay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Well, I came out. Yeah. Ibrox bouncing man. Then I had all these text messages saying Barisic is green. It looks like he's off. So it was like a good buzz kill man. But like I said, the failure. I know making the Champions League. Somebody has to go, maybe. I, I'm I'm just re- realistic, you know. What I mean, it's 
it could, this could have been a lot worse. This track, I mean, it's not ended yet. Yeah, but I mean, we've still got, still got three hours. But what I will say, lads, is just be careful what you wish for because the transfer window closed last season and I was buzzing because we had managed to keep a holiday <laughs> and all of them. I'm and Shane Duffy enough. And do you know what? See if you're keeping players there that don't want to be there. I'm not saying that the Rangers players don't want to be there. What I'm saying is if you're keeping players that don't want to be there, then it can have a fucking disastrous effect on, on the team. That's I, I think, see the, the stuff with Barisic kissing the ground and all that. He's had a bit of, he's not had a good, he's, he's been out of form. He's maybe just spent off. He's he's watched Bassey take his place in a, a couple of games. I know, mate. Mate, I think you've got a, you might be right there because he has had a bit of a turbulent few months when you look mm. at Croatia and all that and how getting a game being injured. Then he has been, aye, it could have just been that. I, I like Barisic and I think. <sighs> We've got a good call there, man. As a good, you can tell on Sunday they all fucking. It's a good, it's a good group of players, man. You'll agree with me here. That's what I was saying last season. I was like, oh, we got a great core of players. You've got fucking uh, a goalie. You've got uh, the centre half Ayer. You've got the midfield McGregor and and Turnbull, and up front you've got Edward. That's a great spiny team. But like I said, if there's people there, if there's one bad apple. Ruins upon it. So, you fucking. I thought I bit. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying if the players that you're I saying. Bad apple ruins upon it! A good score. Right. It's the same bunch of boys we had last season that won the league. I know, but, the, but what I'm saying is if they don't want to be there anymore. But who's who does that be there? Well, you are saying that. You have been saying over the past couple of weeks that. Uh, get, uh, Goldson doesn't want to be there he doesn't want to sign a new deal Kamara doesn't want to sign a new deal but if they're wanting away and no teams have come in for them then do you know that that could get their heads down and that's what's happened with Celtic last year all I'm oh, saying man. is it's not always a great thing to keep a, a successful team together that's that's all. Well, thanks for the advice Chris thank you I'm, I'm just try, still trying to work out I don't think that bad apple does make the rest of the bad apples I know you just look <laughs> at the bad apple <laughs> I think that's with bananas. I think that works with bananas, but I don't think that works with apples. How many apples are in a punnet? Go on to Google, right, and type in one bad apple. Right? How many? Uh, many, uh, Nah, nah, mate, you're not right. (laughs) 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 Right, 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 Chris. Oh, it's a rage quit. Chris is gone. No, 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 I'm still here. here. (laughs) I thought he'd rage quit. He's Googling it. I've I've typed in one bad apple and I've got a song by the fucking Osmonds. I missed that, I missed that. Um, right, uh, Ryan, Chris... One, sorry, it's one bad apple ruins the bunch. I apologise. Right. Uh, right. Uh, Ryan, Chris, before the uh, transfer deadline shuts down, what do you want to see come in? Uh, I'm guessing defender, left back... Two Anges. Two Anges. There you go, man. I would really like... I, I'd like a winger. I'd like a winger in. I'd like a left back. You've got Jota and he's a winger. You've got Jota and I know, but I'd like an one. You like an um, one And a left-back and a centre-back. Left-back and a centre-back. Do you think I'll that'll happen? No. See for shit kicking a boot there in the last minute, man, and we've let I think go. I would try and make a move for Nisbet. Oh, there, 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 there was chat, uh, Nisbet going to Swansea today. Um, he wasn't trained with Scotland. The other chat I heard, it was going about, it was Troy Deeney was kicking about Glasgow today. Oh, well, Rangers don't need another centre-half. <laughs> so, Troy, Troy did he sign for Birmingham? Oh, did he sign for Birmingham? Right, I, 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 I was, I was fucking. 
that went mental yesterday. That was that his agent that posted that on Instagram or something. Uh, it was a forty eye brooks, wasn't it? Aye. After, after it's the game, man. See, like, remember who was it done it before? It was uh, your man Jack Wilshire. I remember the night when he lay, there was pure member Gredo when Warburton was there and there was pure the, the massive rumour that we were signing Van Persie. Oh, that was mental that <laughs> night. And then we get Joey Garner. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good song out of it at least, do you know what I mean? Yeah, You've got a good song out of it. So that was I like a number bit, one record. I got a buzz. Yeah. Remember, do you remember I listened to that Troy Dini on a podcast and I came on here raving about him? Aye, aye, aye. Remember? Troy Delaney or something like that. <laughs> Troy Delaney. <laughs> right, there we go then, boys. We'll see what happens. Obviously, we'll be talking about the transfer deadlines on Football Daft this week. Um, we'll be back on that with Friday. We'll be back with the Football Daft. Football Daft meets Kevin Thompson. You can hear that. It's out on the channel. It's out really chat. Brilliant chat with Kevin Thompson. Really, really interesting. Um, surprised the papers haven't picked up on some of the stuff he said. And so, if you've not listened to that yet, go and have a listen to that. Um, Rangers Celtic daft off next week because international break. But we'll be back in two weeks. With uh, we'll separate them back out. We'll pull them apart again. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. Uh, and we'll get together again for the next old from Rangers Daft versus Celtic Daft. Gents, thank you very much as ever. Um, remember, you can subscribe to Football Daft. Get subscribed on Apple. Leave us a wee review. That'd be really, really nice. We'd really, really appreciate that. And um, we'll be back with the main show on Friday. And t- oh, God, this is when I normally go to Gradle and Stephen and say, until next time. And then, why don't we do like. All together. So you guys say we are the people and you guys do hail, hail, right? And we'll do I'll be like a hands John, across the divide John, moment. John, John, I have no interest oh. in that bit. Brilliant. All right then. Fine. Right. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> a classic folk up fan man. Right, I make room for you. Like, come on, guys, come on. You, hands. you <laughs> say we are the people and you say hail hail and we'll all meet in the middle, yeah. Hi Stevie, it's like that limp biscuit concert all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, until next time, um, listen to football, Daft. See you later. Bye. Audio Frontier.